Lady in red. I mean, that was the best part of the banter, right? Are we all agreeing on that? All right. I got my booch, because I'm a booch boy. Tasty kombucha. I got my belt. I got a big old jug of water. Light a candle. Ooh, that's nice. Lady in red. Let's call the brand eye. Hey. Hey. <laughs> What's on your sweatshirt? Uh, a penguin or a duck or a chicken? I don't know. A little chicky chick? I did the Chicks in the Office live show podcast. Oh, a chick. And they gave me this. So is that their logo? Logo? Well, chicks in the Office. Yeah. I would assume the chick. That checks out. A little chicken. A little chicky chick. Which, by the way, was a lot of fun. It did make me excited mm. for our live show. Here's the thing, though. I feel like their show is so much bigger than ours. I mean, it is. <laughs> and I'm just scared to go do this and, like, no one show up. It's possible. Yeah. And then we'll just do a show in front of nobody, which is what we do now. So I don't know why that would, like, kill my ego. ego. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Sarah would show up to the L.A. one. We'd probably make her come on stage with us. Oh, for sure we would. Yeah. How you doing, kid? I'm doing good, kid. How you doing? I feel pretty good. I didn't, I didn't drink last night. It's amazing how much better you feel if you just don't drink alcohol. Yeah, what a concept. <laughs> I know, like, well, it's, it's a shitty concept because I like, here's the thing. It's amazing how good you feel when you do drink alcohol. And then it's amazing how good you feel when you don't drink alcohol the next day. So then yeah. you have to decide what feeling do you like better? The Yeah, or what's more important, yeah. feeling good yeah. in the moment or feeling good the next day. Yeah, it's a, it's a struggle. Why isn't there just like a drug that makes me feel good the night before and then I feel fine the next day? I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of drugs that would make you feel great yes. if that's the route you want to go. No, but like, but then doesn't make me feel bad the next day. Uh, well, I've never done drugs, so I don't, do they make you feel bad the next well, day? alcohol is a drug. I'm sorry, but it is. It's, <laughs> it, it changes. It's, it's a mood altering drug for sure. Okay. You know, just because uh, yeah. it's just because it's legal that we don't think of it that way. Well, it's because I think maybe because it's a liquid, we don't think of it that way. I don't know. Yeah. But would you consider liquid codeine a drug? I can't say I've ever had or seen liquid codeine. Have you? Yeah. That's what like all the rappers, they call scissorp or lean. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've just never seen it. Yeah, but that's a liquid like, and that's life. a drug. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Like, why can some scientist out there create something like alcohol? Like, I don't want to, like, be completely numb to the world or whatever. Just something to make me feel a little bit better. And then the next day, I feel great. That's mm -hmm. all I'm asking for. Because weed I can't do anymore because I get fucking paranoid as shit and then way too hungry. And then the next day, I do feel kind of groggy. I feel like the ideal, the key here would be some sort of hangover pill that you can yeah. take when you're going to sleep that makes you wake up and feel amazing. I mean, I've seen a bunch of them on the market, but I just don't, I'm not sure if any of them really work. You know? Yeah. I went out, I guess it was Friday night. I had one drink, one, and I felt like complete dog shit the whole next day. Dude, that's like Sarah. One. Sarah will be like, I only had one drink last night. And I'm like, oh, well, you're lightweight. So that's what happens. And she just mm -hmm. feels like gar my problem is, is that if I have one drink, nothing happens to me. I don't feel oh. the positive <laughs> effects of alcohol with one drink. I do if it's a good drink. Yeah. Like I, yeah. 
I'm an old fashioned mm-hmm. gal. And so one of those will make, I'm feeling great. Yeah. But I used to be able to have one of those and not feel like shit. And now I'm old and now I do feel like shit. So yeah. Now I just don't know what I'm going to do. You put the old and old fashioned. I did. I do. I know it's too bad, but here we are. And that's what it is. But here it's we fine. are. Big news. Do you see my story yesterday? Uh, yeah, but nothing's standing out. Wow. Okay. You didn't see. <laughs> what is it? I got a big announcement for the YFTers out there. Anyone worried about their safety in the skies? Uh, oh, better I, pay I attention. You, how could you not? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I was going to ask you about this. <laughs> I've so just... you have so much free time that you're going to learn how to fly planes. No, listen. I mean, yes, but no. Here's the thing. I've always wanted to learn how to fly. Sounds cool. Looks fun. But I've always thought that like, well, it's too expensive, which it is kind of expensive to learn. But kind of in the grand scheme of things, it's really not. It's not as crazy as you think it would be. And it's also not as crazy as you think it would be to buy to buy like a smaller plane. You think of like, oh, that's a million dollar thing. You can buy like good planes for like $60,000. And that's like a Volkswagen. But isn't like the upkeep, like the maintenance yes. on them probably outrageous? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've like- got plans where you can like, it's almost like a timeshare. Like a bunch of you go in, you buy like a plane together, and then you kind of just like use it when you want to use it. But anyways, I've always wanted to do it. I was thinking about it the other day. This is something I've always wanted to do. Why the fuck don't I just go do it? There's no law that says I can't go do this. Yeah. Now's the time. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go learn how to fucking fly a plane. So I did a story on Instagram about it because I went and got all the stuff. I signed up. I paid a bunch of money. I got the headset and everything. I got all the apps. I put it on my story and I was like, is this a good idea or not? Most people are being pretty positive about it and like, you're going to love it. And then a lot of people are like, no, no, because of Pilot Pete, one bad pilot on the Bachelor and all of a sudden I can't go do that thing because that guy. And also he's a commercial pilot. That's not what your boy wants to be. Your boy wants to no, fly no, no. small. This, here's, my, here's my dream, Brandy. Okay? Here's my dream. And uh-huh. I think that you might be on board with this. Okay? Okay. So my big brother, who also lives in LA, he's also taking flying lessons. So our big plan is that we're both going to be pilots. So I think that'll make people feel safer when they're in the plane. Because, by the way, Brett and I travel everywhere together anyways. Okay. My fiance and his wife are, like, really close. So it's going to be easy kind of, like, couples vacation. So we're both going to have our pilot's license. So if, God forbid, one person is not being a good pilot, there's the other person there that can help things out, right? Yeah. My plan is, is that, like, listen, my parents live up in Monterey. It's like a five-hour drive, but by plane, it's 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, we've got a bunch of friends who have houses in Palm Springs. And it's a two-and-a-half-hour mm-hmm. ride, but on by plane, it's like 25 minutes. Yep, totally. You know, eventually, if I ever make enough money, what I really want to do is I want to buy a house in mexico okay oh yes i want to buy a little casita in mexico i want to be able to fly my little plane down to my little casita (laughs) not get kidnapped you're dreaming big here hey listen why not (laughs) why would you ever dream small makes no sense isn't making that much money just fyi yeah i know but i do (laughs) i do okay all right this isn't my only stream of income those instagram ads though you've been cranking those out my manager hit me up and I was, he was like, we got another one. I was like, we're done. We're done for a while. Go find me another TV show. I can't do any more goddamn Instagram ads. I'm done with it. <laughs> but watch like my first like big pilot bill is going to come in. I'd be like, we got to sell some shit, baby. 
So anyways, that's my dream. And I want, you know what? You got to say what your dreams are. You got to put them out in the universe. It could happen. True. It could happen. It totally could happen. Like you win the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. But also like if I get my pilot's license and I do like a little plane share plan, we can mm -hmm. definitely fly up to Monterey, play golf, have dinner in Carmel, jam down the next day. Yeah. Love it. So love that for you. I'm going to be a pilot. Ahoy. Cute. I guess that's that's sailing. Yeah. Well, we'll see, actually. I don't want to put too much pressure on myself because if, if I don't feel comfortable doing it, I'm not going to do it, you know? Oh, are you scared? I'm not scared of flying. I love flying, actually. I'm such a dork that I understand how planes work and I've done a lot of research, and read books about it and stuff. Oh, wow. If I don't feel comfortable doing it, then I don't want to do it. Because mm -hmm. people's lives are going to be in my hand. But but if I do feel like really confident in it and I'm not scared and, and I love it, then I'm going to do it. Cool. So you're a horse girl. I'm a plane guy. Love that for you. Listen. And also, by the way, I think that your hobby might be more expensive than my hobby. Honestly, it probably <laughs> is. All right. It probably is. <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm a booch boy, baby. Oh, that's very red. What color of booch do you drink? I don't drink booch. You got to get on the booch, man. It's good for your, it's good for your, <laughs> your body. Yes. I've gone full keto recently. Mm-hmm. How you doing with that? Oh, man. First of all, it's tough c c cutting out the bread. That's I was going to say, fucking, no bread, I'm out. Dude, I know it's tough. But I tell you what, man, your boy definitely has a gluten allergy because mm. my stomach has never been better. It's like a whole really? new poop. I mean, I told you about my plane stuff. Do you have anything big that you need to uh, talk about before we start the show? I mean, I made the big announcement last week about yeah. going to South America. I feel like that was pretty big. I did just announce playing in Vegas, Vegas, baby, on March 4th. So that's exciting. Fun. I love Vegas. Ugh. So um, if you find yourself in Sin City the weekend of March 4th, it's also the same weekend as the ACM Awards. If you're into country music. Yeah. Then come on out. Light nightclub. I play very late, but, you know, it's Vegas. No one sleeps. So it's going to be a good time. Maybe I'll fly over there. Uh, that would be so See? great. Actually, I'm all for this. Do you know how expensive flights to Vegas are right now? Well, I'm sure you can go get on, a, on an Allegiant flight where they stick you on a tin can. Well, and I don't fly Allegiant. There's, there, exactly. I have boundaries with flying. Like If you look out like three to four months from now, flights to Vegas are like almost $1,000 round trip right now. It's out of control. All right. Well, then my plan is fucking brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm real early. I haven't. I have yet to go up into the skies. Right. My first lesson's coming up in like a week and a half. So uh, I got to do some homework. Wait I got to learn. About that. I got to learn all the um, all the stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I'm getting pretty good at it. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot, Golf, Hotel, India, Juliet, Kilo, Lima, Mike, November, Oscar, Papa, Papa. <laughs> wow. He is Papa. Isn't that funny? Quebec, Romeo, yeah. Sierra, Tango, Uniform, Victor, Whiskey, also X. Guess what X is? X. X-ray. <laughs> There's. <laughs> what, what about Xerox? That wouldn't work. Yankee. So why, Zulu. Not say, why not just say X? Because you have to have the uh, phonetic alphabet for when you're talking to the tower. Right, right. But like X-ray and X, like just cut I, it down, you know? I kind of agree with you, but here we are. Yeah. Um, should we start the show? Yeah, we should. Let's do it. Go for it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and a new brandy. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but I did. So here we are. Here you're we a go. new brandy. Am I? 
What I meant to do was like something about me being the new pilot, but I had already said my name and then you came up and then I just <laughs> continued with it. Is that that's if you want to know exactly what happened, that's what happened in my brain. Got it. That yeah. does make sense now. Yeah. So sorry. I, I, fuck, I fucked up. Not going to edit that out. It's life. Live with it. Yeah. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Okay. Batch? Batch. That's what you just did. I mean... How are we feeling about him sending Sarah home? I try to put myself in like their shoes as when they watch it back. You know, it starts out with basically Mara saying that Sarah's not old enough to get married and, you know, whatever, trying to sabotage her shit because she was insecure about not getting a one-on-one, right? Mm-hmm. And that kind of backfires. And if I'm being honest, Mara's pulling Sarah during the rose ceremony to kind of, I don't know, talk down to her for like a half an hour. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is just a bad look, lady. I don't oh, know if terrible. I, I don't like this. You no. you look like the thing that Sarah's kind of saying you are in this whole thing. Absolutely. I was happy to see her go sad for the show because I was like, I want to see this continue on. Like, I want more of this. I want another two on one. Mm-hmm. And then it seemed like she had made the crack in the Sarah of it all. And then all the other girls just started help chip away until they were all kind of convinced of the same thing. Mm-hmm. I know. I I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Sarah got the shit into the deal here. Like you tell me because you've you've been there and you've filmed this show, but You know, these girls are saying that, well, Sarah was saying all these things and telling us details about her dates and said you guys cried together. All these things these girls are claiming. How come there's no footage of that? Yeah. Zero. They didn't have one little flashback clip to show of Sarah bragging about her date or bragging about her relationship. And it just seems to me that they would have had something to back up all of these girls' claims if Sarah, if that were true and Sarah was really doing that. Sarah's confident. We've seen that the whole time. But I've never felt like she was too confident or bragging too much or throwing it in people's faces at all until she was being attacked. And then she did start to a little bit, but she was standing up for herself. And like, you, you want to be confident, right? That's the whole name of the game is is being confident and not letting, you know, like not letting other people's relationships affect like your confidence and what you have and whatever. I don't think Sarah did anything wrong. I hate to say, I don't believe Rachel. I mean, she's very emotional and I like Rachel a lot. And 
like I'm sure Sarah did make her feel intimidated, but it's like if you guys were really telling the truth about Sarah saying all this shit, I just feel like there would be some proof. I'm not sure if I think that whatever she said was that terrible because I do remember doing the show and pe you come back from dates and people are like, so how was it? Here's the thing. She didn't play her cards close enough to her chest. In my mind, she probably was like, oh my God, it was so great. I kind of unloaded some things and we got really emotional together. And then they took that as like they both cried or something. Like that. That's mm -hmm. how I took that. It's weird. I don't think, especially this day and age, I don't think women should be punished for being confident. It's not the play. I know. What I really didn't like about it was Clayton's bedside manner is so fucking horrid. Mm -hmm. You know, like when he was with on the two on one, he was like, are you an actor? No tact, no nuance. So blatant. And then with Sarah, it's like, I think you're lying to me. Really? Or is it because a bunch of girls told you that she's lying to you? I guess what annoys me about it is, dude, you have to watch this all back. And if you're wrong and you and mm -hmm. you're saying it like this, then you just look like the asshole, which I think he kind of does look like the asshole here to me. The thing that really set me off was him saying, your tears are fake. Yeah. Like, you're faking crying. Do you think she was fake crying? Because I don't. He's not qualified to make that statement. Like, I think I that know. he just had it in his mind that the other women were right. And it might be a hangover from Shanae. He didn't well, listen to the say, girls. If there was anyone to, like, you know, accuse of fake crying yeah. and shit, it was Shanae. And you didn't even do that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I did not like it. I think he's just really bad at reading the room. I really do. And just wish he had a little bit of elegance. I'm just really not sure of, you know, your intentions and it's making me feel a certain way. And I don't know if we can move forward, but I do appreciate your time here, but I need to walk you out. Like he could have been nice about it. Him just being like, I think you're lying. I think you're fake crying was, whoa, if you're right, then great. When Hannah Brown moved the podium over and was get away from me, that was a bold move, but she was right about that. Mm -hmm. But if this one you're not right about, then you just kind of just look like a jerk. Yeah. And I honestly yeah. think it is a hangover of, I didn't listen to all the girls about Shanae. Now I'm going to start doing that. But it's just not an apples to apples comparison. Mm -hmm. Not at all. You know what Sarah said in the car that usually is uh, probably very frowned upon, but I was like, you know what? Yes, girl. She said like, you know what? If that's the way he's going to react and treat yeah. me, I don't want to be engaged to someone like that anyway. And I was like, preach it. Yeah. Know your worth. Know what you deserve. I think that was the right answer there. I didn't love the way it went down. It just seemed like those women saw blood in the water and well, and the Sigmund Freud lady definitely like laid the trap out and those girls all just fell into it. I know. I was not that shocked about the Sarah leaving. I was shocked about Teddy not getting a rose at the end of it. Like, how the frick has Gabby weaseled her way into hometowns? <laughs> I do not understand it. I'm sorry. There is no romance between him and Gabby at all. Yeah. I almost feel like Teddy telling him she was a virgin was the nail in her coffin. Yeah, yeah, because he was so, 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 um... When, when, when are you going to know that you're in love? <laughs> and when she didn't say, like, I'm falling in love with you uh, on this yeah. last date, he was, well. Uh, Gotta go. <laughs> you're on the midnight train to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked that he picked Gabby over Teddy, but. Who do you think is going to win? I don't know. Do you care? <laughs> Not really. I mean, okay, so we've got Susie, we've got Rachel, Gabby, and, um, oh, Serene. I yeah. actually really like her. I just want to come out and say that Rachel and Susie were two of my top picks since day one. 
And I could see Rachel and Susie being the top two. But here's the thing. I think he really likes Susie. I think he probably, like, he has, he has like, googly eyes the most when he's with Susie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, how how does this this girl that's this gorgeous like me? Like, that's yeah. how, what I, you know, see going through his mind. But I just don't think Susie is really that into him. Like, I just don't really believe her when she's like, I'm, I'm falling in love. I'm like. Are you? Because I just like, don't believe you. Is it because you think? Me, wait, hold on. Is it because you think that she's out of his league? They're all out of his league. But yeah, yeah. she is out of his league. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. There's like something about when she says those things to him. Like I just don't believe it. Like it's just not. I don't feel the emotion behind her words. But I do when Rachel tells him things. But I think he likes Susie more. So I think it's gonna come down to Rachel and Susie. And I think he's going to want Susie, but she's either going to leave or turn him down or something. Mm-hmm. And then I think Rachel's going to find that out. And then she's not going to want him because she feels like a second choice. It's that's a, what I think. It's a, it's a tale as old as time. Like, that's what happened with Peter, right? Speaking of Peter, yeah. Hannah Ann is like, she has won the whole Bachelor freaking franchise. You see, she's dating the guy from the LA Rams. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get it, girl. I know. She was on the field during the Super Bowl, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Here's my favorite part of this last episode, though. Never seen you looking so lovely as you did tonight. I mean, you love this. I've never seen you shine so bright. Come on. I mean, it's cool. Never seen so many men Okay. It's always like these obscure country people that I've never heard of in my <laughs> entire life, and then they come at me with. Lady in Red, the guy who actually wrote the song, is, and also, why is he in... That's what I wondered. Why is he in Vienna? In Vienna? Does he live I in Vienna? Know. Maybe. I, th- I did think that was very random. I mean, this was cool. I... And they were dancing together. Cheek to cheek. It was like, it was beautiful. <laughs> I was sitting there being like, Jesus Christ is the best. This is the best date I've ever seen in my entire life. I agree. It was one of the best. I loved Susie's reaction to all of it. You know what I mean? She just, I don't know. I really like her a lot. I, I hope she's the bachelorette. Well, that's what I've been saying this entire time. I, I agree 100% with what you're saying. This is, I think, like how people get out of it. They'd be like, hey, mom, be a total fucking asshole, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't it. So like, be a total asshole. And then mom's like, <laughs> I know, my sweetie, and this is not your person. And she's like, I can't do it because my mom's always right. Uh, I guess I gotta be the best right now. That's what's gonna happen. I mean, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, but it does sound like he goes to Pound Town with all three, so good for you, Clayton. I know. I think this is the problem with this season. I just don't care. And normally I care. I'm like, I want him to end up with so and so. Like, if it doesn't mm-hmm. happen, then I'm gonna be upset. And now I'm just like, I don't care. I, I hope Susie's the bachelorette. Like, that's what I'm rooting for right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the, the pilot's name. What's her name? Hunter? Rachel. Rachel. Exactly. I don't even know her name. C- I love her. Sienna? But, Sien? Sien? Sienna. Uh, Serene. Sir- love her, Don't too. even know her name. I only know Susie's name. Love Serene. I love Serene, and I think he really likes Serene, but I don't think she's emotionally as in as the other, so as well as Rachel. Your sure. breakdown is that no one likes this man. Except Rachel. <laughs> But yeah. because he's going to pick everyone over her, she's going to jump ship. Yeah. Which, as she should. Yeah. Don't need to be anybody's backup. I'm just excited to see a lot of these girls in paradise. Me too. 100%. Like, whenever they leave, I'm like, see you in paradise. Can't oh, yeah. wait. Can't wait to send down Sarah a day before we send down Mara. You know? Can't wait. <laughs> 
Can't wait for Mar to have her interview of being like, I just hope I meet Jake. I'm so excited to meet Jake. He's so handsome. He's, and he lives like in my part of town. Oh my God. And we met one time and we like flirted a little bit. I cannot. I hope he's down there. And then the entire time Sarah's just taken Jake to the fantasy suite and then she comes down it's like <laughs> you young bitch she's like you old bitch and then i'm just me sitting there like anybody want a martini <laughs> can't wait can't wait all right enough batch talk i think so all right uh you got some fave things bro bro have you seen inventing anna yes we finished it okay loved it i loved it don't get me wrong. Yeah. I did really love it. And I liked how like the whole time, you know, they start each episode with the whole like this whole thing's true except for the parts that aren't. Yeah. And so the whole time I'm like, well, is this a true story or is this or not at all? Like, you know, you can't really tell. But then at the end there, they show you like where everybody's at now. And so yeah. you're like, oh, it was a true story. I mean, I don't know how true, but you know. Yeah. Okay. Here's my issue with it. Tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. What's the girl's name that plays the lead that's Ruth in Ozark? Her name's Anna. No, the actress's name. Julia Garner. Julia Garner. Love her. Mm-hmm. Loved her in Dear John. Loved her in Ozark. Yep. But her accent in this is the worst thing yeah. I have ever heard in my entire life to the point where it pretty much ruins the show for me. Okay. So I've heard a lot of people say that. Let me play something for you that might change your mind. What, like a real Russian accent or something? So this is Julia Garner on The Tonight Show talking about finding this accent. Okay. This is a girl who is saying that she's German, but she's really Russian, so she's not going to have a Russian accent. So first I had to um, do like a, a European, like a German accent, right? You know, but it's very subtle. It's like, you know, have a vocal fry at the end of it, whatever, right? And then, <laughs> and then you know, I had to add... Um, like some little Russian for certain words. It was a very bad Russian accent. But then I start to do like a, this is more of an Anna Delvey accent and then it gets Americanized because you know how Americans kind of add a question at the end of everything? Like, you know what I mean? Like Europeans don't do that, right? <laughs> so, Come on. What just happened? Yo, that was... That will go in the history books of how to act. When I heard that, when I heard her her breakdown of how she got to that accent, I was like, all right. And then I'll also listen to how that girl talks, and it does kind of sound like that. You've listened to the real life girl? Yeah. You, you want me to try to find a clip of what the real... Yeah, re- find that. Okay. Here, I think here's my issue with it is that Julia, that's her name, right? Yeah. She has such a distinct voice. Like, there's such a distinct dialect. Like, something about, like, her voice is very distinct. And it just still stands out too much in that fake accent for me that it just doesn't. I don't know. I I still just don't like it. Okay, here's an interview. Let me see. Feel like. I feel great. It's exciting to be out, and I'm really happy. (laughs) What was the first thing you did? They brought me my phone, so I, (laughs) I got on social media. I mean, to me, she sounds a lot like her. I feel like she sounds like a Southern version of her, but I hear the same voice she uses in Ozark come through and I just don't, it just doesn't fit to me. Maybe so. There's something about it that I don't like. Here's the other thing I hated. Okay. During all the, like the last few episodes where they're in court, you know, mm-hmm. and they make such a thing about her court fashion and there's an Instagram showing the fashion and everyone's raving at her court outfits. She, they literally looked like they were from Forever 21. Yeah. Like, if you're going to make make a big deal about how fashion-forward this girl is and her court outfits, her fashion and everything, like, you got to do a better job with wardrobe. 
because it was just not believable. It was like, you literally look like you're shopping at Forever 21. Well, here's the thing. Once again, we looked this up. Those are the exact outfits she wore at court. Well, they're terrible. Well, I know, but that... <laughs> Wait, you can't be mad because it's not enough like the thing when it is exactly like the thing. Well, then I'm mad that in real life they were saying she was <laughs> some fashion icon in court because she looked like Forever 21 trap. She was not wearing designer. Go look it up. Those are the exact outfits that she wore. We found an Instagram thing where they did the side-by-side, -side and it is the exact outfit. Trash. <laughs> but other than that, I did really like it. Okay, my takeaway from the Inventing Anna thing was that I still feel bad for Rachel. Really? I don't really. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, let me tell you this. To everyone out there, if you fucking took $60,000 from me, I am going to fucking send you to jail. Like, like she didn't take $60,000 from her. Well, yes, she did. The girl handed over her credit card. Well, no I, one stole it. No one forced her. Well, she said she'd pay her back. Her. She said she'd pay her back, and she never did. Okay, but that's Rachel's fault for believing her. I don't really feel bad for her. Okay, well, then that's Anna's fault for thinking that she's not going to call the cops on her. I wouldn't let you borrow $60,000. No offense. Yeah, but if I was like, don't worry, I'm going to pay you back tomorrow. Nope, don't believe you. Right, well, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I just I feel like they 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 villainized her so much, and I was like, I'm sorry. I would have done the exact same thing. I'd have been like, fuck this bitch. I'm gonna get the cops to arrest her, so she'll pay me back the sixty thousand dollars. Now, yes, of course, Anna did pay for all of her trips and all that kind of stuff. But I'm Team Rachel here. I don't. I'm like, fuck this bitch. She owe me sixty thousand dollars. If you gave me five thousand no. dollars back, I don't. I don't love that they villainized her because I don't think that she was being malicious towards Anna or anything like that. I just think she was dumb, dumb to give yeah. her credit card over, dumb to think they were just going to put a hold on it, dumb to use the company card, dumb to think the police were going to do something. It's like the tender swindler. He didn't steal money. Those women voluntarily gave him their credit cards with their name on it. So Anna, I mean Rachel did the same thing. She gave over, handed over the credit card with her name on it. Like, yeah. No one's stealing money. And so, like, that's the thing where it's like, yeah, you were wronged, but you were kind of dumb enough to let it happen. It's kind of the same thing as that tender swindler stuff. That scene with her lawyer, who is Sarah's old acting coach, Mr. Moyed. I love him, by the way. Yeah, that scene when, when they're in the jail cell together and she's, like, trying to fire him and he loses his mind. That scene, I thought, was the best part of the show. And I did think that Mr. Moyed acted circles around her in that scene for sure like mm -hmm. oh whoa what an amazing scene but i love the show yeah i did too i thought it was great speaking of the tinder swindler i don't know if you saw but that guy has got a manager and an agent and he's trying to start a reality tv dating show and i swear to fucking god <laughs> i swear to fucking god if that guy gets his own show before i do <laughs> i'm 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 gonna fucking hurt somebody i would watch it what I like there is no justice in the world if that piece of garbage gets his own TV show. I'm sorry, like that. There is, oh, there, oh, nothing, nothing gets me more riled up than someone who is a piece of trash getting hooked up for being a piece of trash. It, it's the the entertainment business. That's what it's all about. God, you know, I'm too nice, Brandy. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. I've been too I'm been too much of a yes man all my life. It's true. Fuck that. Fuck that guy. <laughs> the tenders Whittler. Fuck that guy. <sighs> too good. I finally watched Tick Tick Boom. I gotta say, Andrew Garfield should win the the Oscar. He's so good. Wow, all right. The whole thing's really well done. 
And then finding out that Andrew Garfield didn't know how to sing before filming that is bonkers to me. Mm-hmm. Like he's went and learned beforehand. And listen, like I guess there's it's not that impressive because they're actors. That's what they go learn how to be someone else. It's one thing to like be able to say the words. I think it's a whole other thing to be able to sing like someone. Mm-hmm. Totally. That is crazy. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's really great. And then Vanessa Hudgens is great as well. And, you know, it's we're all caught up on Love is Blind. I don't know if you're there yet. I think I'm caught up unless they've released anything new. Because it's weird. They like, I watched everything through Mexico. Yeah. And then it looks like there's a few more episodes that have yet to air. Yeah. So then they go back home, dress shopping and stuff. Wait, I haven't seen that. Did that yeah. just come out? Yeah. It's, I mean, that's relatively new. But there's only like a couple of those. And then it, then it. It ends. And it's like, right. Well, don't ruin. Oh, new episodes weekly. Everything but the last episode's out. I'm like three episodes behind you. Yeah. Okay. So don't ruin anything. I won't ruin anything. Deeps. I feel terrible for deeps. Me too. I already, I do too. It's just get out of there. I don't know what you're doing, but get out of there. This guy is, it could be like a stranger on the street begging for money, being like, do you have any change? And he'd be like, yeah, here you go. Also, like, I just don't want to fuck this girl, you know, at all. Like, I'm just not sexually attracted to her. And the guy be like, okay, I don't really care. Can I just have some money? Every person that he comes in contact with, he has to tell that he's not sexually attracted to her. And she's beautiful. Oh, I know. And it's I like, know. dude, you're a veterinarian and a house DJ. Mm, and also, <laughs> you're not, like, the best looking guy I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I don't understand no. what's happening here. Mm-mm. The first red flag was that day one, he kept asking these freaking women if he if they were small enough that he could put them on his shoulders at a music festival. Yeah. And also, he like, looks like he's 150 pounds dripping wet. I don't know if you're putting anybody on your shoulders. Just so yeah. You know. Garbage. I feel really bad for Natalie <laughs> because— I do too. I'm pretty sure Shane is a child, a legitimate little boy. He's the best character on the show, like the best character. He's so funny, just ridiculous. And I don't know how much cocaine, I don't know what the, I don't know what the budget for Love is Blind cocaine season two was. It must have been insane. Like they must have been flying in fucking shit from Bogota because that guy hasn't blinked. He hasn't blinked since the first episode. Wait to see him blink. Can't do it. Oh, man. And I cannot wait for their wedding. And the guy says, does anyone here object to the nuptials of these two beautiful people? And then Shana go, uh, I do. Okay. I just wish he had picked Shana from day one. I know. Because they're perfect for each other. <laughs> totally. Right? Yeah. And also the relationship between Nick and Danielle. First of mm-hmm. all, Danielle stopped freaking out every 15 minutes just pump the brakes a little bit you spiral out for like no reason on this poor guy nick's constantly trying to convince everybody else that she's the one but i think what's really try- what's really happening is he's trying to convince himself of it you know mm. but i'm just not buying it dude i'm not interesting she she's a head case yeah L- love her she's a head case i think that nick is like i don't i, I don't think that he likes her at all interesting okay yeah. Anyways, great season, though. I got to say. Mm-hmm. Great show. I love Love is Blind. So It's good. a great show. Great show. Great concept. Okay, so almost finished Cheer. Okay. Wow. It's taking you a while. Yeah, well, we just started last night, to be honest with you. So we did, oh. we did a lot of work last night. Here's my takeaway from Cheer. It is such a wonderful cautionary tale about how fame or the perception of fame can absolutely ruin everybody. Yep. It just, it, those people were not equipped 
for what fame can do to you. And they all crumbled. It's true. Jerry the most, but there's probably a lot of deep-seated issues and all that stuff. So let's just let's just separate him from it all. Mm-hmm. Monica is so devoid of rationale at this point because she got a little taste of the fame that I'm so not team Monica. And now I'm 100% rooting for the other college. Yeah. 100% rooting for the other college. Wow. I, like, I really I, love the coach for the other college. Love the coach, the other college. He's awesome. Yeah. Ladarius. Here's the thing. I think that Monica gave Ladarius way too much rope always. Always. I'd have been like, dude, that one time when he like goes off on her after she's like critiquing his throw or whatnot, and he like goes off on her, I'd be like, you know what? You can get the fuck out of here. You're not talking to me like that in front of everybody else because then everyone else, then they can talk to me like that, and I'm the coach. I'm the leader of this whole thing. So I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Why can't anybody say what they mean? Ladarius, you're mad that you're not the coach, that she brought in some girl that you danced with a couple years ago and you want to be the coach. But the reason why you can't be a coach is because you're not a good leader of men because no one fucking likes you because you scream to everybody. She even said it. She was like, everyone's scared of you. One thing that really annoys me in any business, but a a lot of creative ones as well, is that no one has the nuts to say the truth. You want to be the coach. Well, you can't be the coach because you know why? No one fucking respects you. Why? Because you're an asshole. Okay, there it is. Now go dance or leave. I don't care, but that's what happened. Baseline, that's what Damn. happened. You know, it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that you like let someone have a dog and like now the dog is wants to be with the other person or whatnot. It has nothing to do with that. You're jealous that person got the job and you didn't, but you're still on the team, bro. What are you, Pete Rose over here being a coach and a player? Uh, not going to happen. Oh. You think that's wrong? Am I, am I way off base there? I mean, you're not. I just feel like it's 2022 and everyone's just way too worried about hurting everyone's feelings. So that's why no one does that anymore. Then it all spiraled out of control. He's doing lives where he's just like talking shit about everyone. And that's yeah. much worse than having the conversation. Like, this is what we all know what's happening here. You're mad because you didn't get that job. That's it. You can say whatever else you want to say. Yeah. Monica went and fucking went Hollywood. Whatever. Okay. You can be mad about that. You know? (laughs) That's not really what you're mad about. Maybe they should have a cheer reunion and you should moderate. I would love to, but here's the thing. I would be, I would be, I'd go in hard and be like, nah, that's not what happened, bro. But I do feel bad for Lexi and Morgan. Mm -hmm. I feel really bad for them because COVID fucked, fucked them over, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it seemed to me like this is what should have happened with the with the NCAA. Everyone that got screwed over by COVID should have been given a medical red shirt for a year. Yeah. In football, if one or two games and you blow your knee out and you can't play the rest of the season, the NCAA will say, okay, and you're a senior, let's say. The NCAA will say, okay, your last season kind of got robbed from you because you blew your knee out. So we'll let you play one more year before you have to either go pro or, you know, go off in the real world. They should have done mm-hmm. that for COVID. Because everybody maybe not didn't have COVID, but was like medically restricted because of COVID. And that's, I feel bad. They were all ready to go to Daytona and then fucking, and now they can't. Yeah. It is crazy to think like they obviously work so hard all year just for that one competition. Yeah. And to think that they spent that whole year working their asses off and then last minute didn't get to go. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Great show. Can't wait to see how it ends. So it's Navarro and then what's the other... Cool. Um, it's TVCC, but I can't remember what it stands for. Trinity Something Valley. Trinity, Trinity Valley. Valley. That's right. I hope Trinity Valley wins. And also, like, there's like one, there's like one girl on Trinity Valley who's like kind of like calling all the shots and fucking talking mm-hmm. shit. And I'm like, this is our star. Can we get? Can we go over to her now? <laughs> can we go to her now? I yeah. don't care about Ladarius fishing. 
anymore. Okay, we're done yeah. with him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about Monica. I don't care about the dog. I want to go meet this person, and I want. I need more of that because I'm not finished with that. I hope that's what happened. I hope Trinity Valley wins. I hope they get to run that in the ocean with the stupid trophy. Uh, you know. <laughs> and also, I don't know. I want. I should go back and try to find the clip. But when we watched the first season, I was like, "This is bullshit." Trinity Valley did their thing in one time, and then someone gets hurt and you get to try again. That doesn't seem fair. And then they said it in the show. The guy at Trinity Valley was like, this doesn't make sense. And I was like, thank you. Who's in charge over here with the cheerleaders? I should be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd watch that. I would definitely watch you moderating for sure. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. Yeah. That would be pretty fun. Still going strong on After Party. You've got to go watch After Party. Do I? It's so good. And it's a yeah. whodunit. It's a murder mystery. You love that shit. Yeah, I do. You're right. I did get into an altercation the other day. Oh. Straight up, full on altercation. Like fist fight? Almost. I feel like oh. that was going to happen. It was funny because I was going over to the Chicks in the Office live show and I needed to get some gas. So I stopped, mm -hmm. pulled in, got some gas. And have you ever gone to a gas pump where someone pulls up too far and then when you bring your car in, you can't pump, you know? Reach. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened. And this guy had pulled up too far and I, it didn't look like he was pumping because he had his, he also had his door open. So I couldn't see that he was pumping, but it just looked like he was on his phone, like getting like a Coke or cigarettes or something and was just about to leave. So I like start waving my hands. I'm like, Hey man, can you, can you back up a little bit so I can pump? And I don't know what happened to this guy during that day. He got out so hot and he goes, what the fuck do you want me to do? And I said, hey, can you, I want, can you move back a little bit so I can pump? I can't, I can't reach the, the pump for my car. And he goes, how is that my fucking problem? Yeah, no, I know it's my problem and I, I can't start pumping. He's like, well, I'm pumping. And I go, oh, okay, well. And he goes, what do you want me to do? And I said, oh, I kind of want you to not pull up so fucking far when you pump so other people can use the pump. Well, I don't give a fuck about you. Oh, no, I know that. I can see that you don't give a fuck about me. Now I got to wait for you to finish pumping because you don't know how to park a car in a gas station like a normal human being. Were I, other people listening oh, to this? Ev everybody is listening. And, and so I go, I'm not the asshole here. I'm not the asshole here. You're the asshole. And so I want you to say it. Say, sorry for being an asshole. I should I should have parked. But all he needed to do was like, hey, man, sorry. I, I uh, pulled up too far, but I'm pumping now. So like I can't back up or whatever, you know? And I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. I'll wait, whatever. But you came at me hot. So now I got to come back at you hot. So then I get real performative and I go get the pump and I'm like looking at him the entire time and I go try to fit it in my car. Can't because guess what? You don't know how to park your car, dick. So I go, oh, I can't. I can't do it. So then I put the thing back into the thing. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to go inside and get some, get like a snack or something and get like a water before the show. So he is outside of his car. So his car is facing my car, right? He is outside mm -hmm. of his car, like in between the door being opened and the car. And he's mm -hmm. staring at me, staring at me. So I stare right back at him. Oh my God. And he goes, don't fucking say anything to me. <laughs> and I go, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't say anything to you. What the, what is wrong with you? He goes, don't fucking talk to me. I go, dude, you just talked to me. What are you talking about right now? You should have whipped out your phone and recorded him. That's what I would have done. <sighs> Maybe I could have been, a, I, I was pretty chill. I was like, hey man, can you move back? And then he was like, what the fuck do you want me to do? And I was like, whoa, I didn't know you were pumping. All I needed you to do was be like, hey man, sorry, I pulled up a little too far. I pulled up a little too far, you know? That's all, I, that's all I needed from you. Amen. My bad. See, I, this is why I hate LA. Everyone's just so rude. And then I had to go 
on stage and be funny. And I was like, I was like visibly like rattled from my experience. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Here's the the thing, guys, when you're pulling into a gas station. (laughs) (laughs) We get it. You know, just don't leave room for the other person. Yeah. You know, be courteous. Yeah. Golden rule that fucker. You know? Yeah. Totally. We're already mad. We're there. We're having to pay $7 a gallon or whatever it is. No one's happy. Okay. But still, don't be a dick. Yeah. And also to that guy, if he's listening, I hope he is. Fuck you. He's not. <laughs> this is why you're alone. <laughs> this is why you're alone. It is. I forgot about this is why you're alone. That was a, that was a I great. I know. That's a good one. <laughs> got to bring it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Wow. I watched the trailer for it last night. I need to start How I Met Your Father, Hillary Duff's new little sitcom. Mm. It looks good. Did you like the first one? Did you like How I Met Your Mother? Um, I was I never really was into it very much, but I don't really think that matters. Yeah, maybe not. I loved How I Met Your Mother. Like it was well, a yeah, very most people do. Yeah, it was a great show. I think that my apprehension with that show is like it's really going to be hard to live up to that. Well, you know, it's probably not going to live up to that because it's going to be a completely different thing. But I love Hillary Duff. Well, that's good. I love Hillary, well, and the guy who plays the videographer in Inventing Anna is in How I Met Your Father with Hillary. Okay, and I really like him. I don't know his name, but I he's I like him as an actor yeah. a lot. Do you have any musics? All right, do you remember Allie and AJ? Yes. The Disney girls? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they're not just Disney, I guess. I interviewed one of them. They're so nice. Because they're, act- they're actresses, too. Yeah, Allie and AJ, they did have a Disney Channel show, but then Allie went on and was in a CW show. Uh, I think Allie's done a bit more acting than AJ, but anyway, they're a Disney Disney girls, but they've also always done music. Um, I guess like their big hit was Potential Breakup Song. I guess they re-released a deluxe version a couple weeks ago, and that's why it's been popping up for me. But I've always really liked them. I've always thought they were really talented. They put out an album called A Touch of the Beat Gets You Up on Your Feet, Gets You Out, and Then Into the Sun, and they just put out the deluxe version. I love it. Like, I can listen to the whole thing all the way through, and I think it's so good. I love Pretty Places. It's such a classic, like, I'm driving, and it's a great vibe song. I really like Slow Dancing and that's lost cause i'll play slow dancing i like the vibe yeah, it's good. That's obviously one of the slower songs. It, it has like a folky vibe to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I just really like them a lot. I think it's a great album. I saw that my buddies over at Head in the Heart have some new songs out. This is a song called Virginia off this new record I really like. Traveled all over in my life, but nothing slowed me down. 
I like that. Yeah. I mean, they're great. Mm-hmm. They pump out hits like crazy. Sub pop. Is that is that everything? I think that's all I got, bruh. What's coming up for you? I am jetting off early tomorrow morning for a horse show this week. Yeah. My last, I guess, like winter circuit show. So I'm excited about that. And then I'm going to come home, just home for a couple of days, off to Vegas, baby. And then South America so soon. I'm so excited. When are you going to South America? I think I leave like like March like 16th or something. Man, so jealous. Ish. Something like that. So jealous. Just play commercial or like you get to like do like Miley Jet stuff? Oh, you know, oh. I can give away any deets, but. I, yeah, it's such a great life. So jealous. <laughs> Have fun getting yelled at at the gas station there in LA. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be a pilot. Hey, maybe soon I, I can be, you know, Miley's new pilot, you know? That would be so cool. Be great. All right, YF Tears. We love you. Adam Wells, private pilot for Miley right. Cyrus. And hey, yeah. And just remember, don't pull up too far at the gas station. Don't be a dick. Don't do that. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. There's nobody here. It's just you and me. And the wife tears. It's where I want to be. It's where we want to be. Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.